breaker one, breaker one might be crazy, but I ain't dumb. Crazy cooter coming at you. Hey, fast line, fast track. Y'all got your ears on out there? John Beard to New Holland. Just look at the load I'm hauling. Hard work, I hit it harder. Ain't nothing new for a backwoods farmer. Sun up to sundown, backing up traffic all the way to town. Camo hat and a farmer's tan. Welcome to Fast Line Fast Track, presented by Fast Line Media Group, your innovative consumer resource and marketing partner of choice for the evolving agricultural community. Now, here's your host, Brent Adams. And welcome into another episode of Fast Line Fast Track. We're awful glad you're here. On this episode, we'll preview the upcoming Sunbelt Ag Expo in Moultrie, Georgia. We'll visit with our buddy Colt Barber, and we'll talk to the folks from Ag Junction about the latest on their Wheelman Pro Auto Steer product. We'll have more from Farm Science Review 2019, and then we'll take you to the legendary Ernest Tubb Record Shop in Nashville, Tennessee, to hear from a rising country singer-songwriter, Mary Cutter. You won't want to miss a moment of it. Let's go! First up this week on Fast Line Fast Track, we're going to check in with Chip Blaylock, who's the executive director of the Sunbuilt Ag Expo, which is coming up here in Moultrie, Georgia. And Chip, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to uh, check in with us here on Fast Line Fast Track. You bet. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell you all about North America's premier farm show, the Sunbelt Ag Expo, coming up October 15, 16, and 17. Gates open at 8.30 daily, close at 5 o'clock on the 15th and 16th, and 4 o'clock on Thursday the 17th. Um, to purchase tickets online, you can go to sunbeltexpo.com, click on tickets, um, purchase discounted tickets through Friday the 11th. After that, the tickets are $10 at the gate, and a three-day pass is $20. Um, also download our app. Go to your app store or droid store, Sunbelt Ag Expo 2019. If you have the 2018 app, it should just refresh, and it tells you all you need to know to plan your trip to come to the show this year. It's got the seminar and demonstration schedule, the exhibitor map, exhibitor list, where to eat, everything you need to know to help plan your trip. Because we're a big show down here with a 93-acre exhibit area, a 600-acre working farm where we'll be doing harvesting demos and cotton and peanuts and our ever-popular hay demonstrations along with tillage and a John Deere um, lawn tractor test track. Um, so it's really important that a visitor or farmer coming to the show um, check out the, the show guide that's on our website. All that information is on the app to help you plan your trip to the show this year. So how many years does this make for the Sunbelt Ag Expo? This is a 42nd year. We started in 1978. And it gets bigger and better each year. What's new on the agenda for 2019? Well, Kubota has their new M8 series tractor that they're showcasing this fall. They're getting into the over 200 horsepower tractor business at Kubota. Uh, Massey Ferguson is proud to introduce their Dyna 4 semi-power shift transmission which will have a 5700 Global Series tractor lineup ranging from in the 100 and 110 engine horsepower range. Deer and Case will have their latest tractor technology as well as New Holland. Um, running in our tillage demonstrations, Kelly Manufacturing up in Tifton KMC is showcasing their stalk shredder puller. This machine works in cotton, corn, and vegetable crops that we grow a lot of down here. So one-pass machine, 
that pulls the, the um, stalk out of the ground, shreds it, puts it back into the soil, so we're ready to go again next year. It's all in one pass and gives us superior nem- nematode control in addition to um, boosting our soil profile. So in all, about how many exhibitors will you have? We're going to be right at 1,200 exhibitors again this year. You know, we thrive on our exhibitors bringing in the latest technology for the farmers to come in and and kind of do some um, window shopping, so to speak. Mm-hmm. One-stop shopping. You can compare and contrast with our different exhibitors. You can go into the fields and the hay demos and see 10 cutters running side-by-side, side, 10 tedders, 10 rakes, 10 round balers. You know, visit with the company reps, compare and contrast and um, gather information to take back to enhance your economic and environmental sustainability and continue to produce that safe, abundant, economical supply of food, fiber, shelter, and energy that's often taken for granted. Yeah, and that's one thing that we brought up here a couple of weeks ago on the show, too. We, when you get a chance to get out to these shows, uh, aside from just walking around and, and checking things out, make sure you go up and, and ask questions. Do your homework in advance and, and engage some of these folks. A lot of times you go through and see a lot of these folks just kind of standing around waiting for somebody to come up and talk to them, but they really are a wealth of information, and, and you can get a lot of your questions answered and, and be ready to arm yourself when you're ready to make a purchase. That's right, you know, and it's a great opportunity for the exhibitors also to gather feedback, you know, from the farm, you know, what's working, what might need a tweak here and there. Um, it's a great two-way exchange of information throughout the three days of the show. And farmers usually aren't bashful about uh, giving that feedback either. No, they're not, especially if something doesn't work just quite right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, the farming, the profit margins are so tight these days, and um, we really work for ways to, imp- to try and through this new technology. So when the farmer gets a hold of it on the farm, it's ready to go to work for him. You know, whether it's the equipment technology, throughout the other 50 weeks of the year, we're doing world-class agronomic research here at the Sunbelt Ag Expo on cotton, peanuts, corn, soybeans, and Bermuda grass and alfalfa, you know, and seed varieties, crop protection, soil fertility, precision ag, irrigation, and water management, you know, just looking for every way we can to help the farmer continue to produce that safe, abundant, economical product and have a have a livable profit margin. Well, you guys put on one heck of a show here, and uh, we can't wait to get down there and, and start doing some reports from the show. Again, Sunbelt Ag Expo is going to be held October 15th through the 17th in Moultrie, Georgia. And again, make sure you go to the website sunbeltexpo.com. Again, that's sunbeltexpo.com. And Chip Laylock, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fast Line Fast Track. You bet, Brent. Appreciate you having me. Look forward to having you down in God's country in South Georgia next week. Yes, sir. Can't wait to be there. Next up, we recently had the opportunity to catch up with Shannon Deem of Ag Junction and Janesville, California rancher Jeff Hemphill to find out the latest scoop on Ag Junction's Wheelman Pro Auto Steer product, which we featured back on episode one of the show. It's gaining momentum across the country, so we wanted to hear more about it. So, uh, first off, I'm going to throw this to you, Shannon. Uh, we profiled Wheelman on the inaugural episode in January. And uh, I just kind of want to get a sense from you. How has the product grown since then? And uh, what, what additions have we seen since, since we last talked? Yeah, well, thank you, Brent. Uh, I appreciate you having us uh, on with you today. Um, it's been an interesting year. 
Uh, we have gone through uh, a tremendous amount, like everyone in ag, uh, of uh, ups and downs this year with regards to weather conditions and, and tariffs and have seen what the effects have had on the ag industry as a whole. Uh, for us personally and as a company, um, Wheelman has really started to take off. Uh, obviously, we have to get our name out there, and we're doing that in a lot of different ways. But as, as far as the product is concerned, sales have been increasingly um, steady and moving in a, in a trend where we're now entering into you know, what we would consider to be um, the ag buy season, where um, producers are starting to look at new products for the upcoming season. And uh, we're definitely excited to see how things are going to translate for our first actual season within uh, the ag industry. Uh, currently, though, we are seeing, a, a, I wouldn't say explosive growth, but growth is starting to happen on levels where um, we're seeing a continuous uptick in units being sold and people who are using the device for a myriad of different types of, of activities that they have on their farm or their ranches. And the product was really designed for uh, the, these farms and ranches, 250 to 2,000 acres. Uh, but but to your point, you, you're seeing it in, in probably ways that you didn't expect that it would be used. That's correct. Uh, even ranchers and farmers, uh, producers, uh, who are in the 3,000 acre and above, who have auto steer already pre-built into some of their equipment that they purchase from the dealers, um, have equipment that's a little bit older and don't have auto steering on any of the, those machines. And they're actually buying um, our Wheelman Pro and our Wheelman Flex. And we see a lot more people using the Flex device when they have auto steering on other different types of machines and have four or five machines on their operation that, that are without auto steering because the flex device allows you to move the device from one tractor to the next without having to buy multiple devices. Um, so as we see more sales coming in and more people using the device, we start seeing trends that we never thought about. Uh, again, one of those being the larger operators out there and producers who, who have multiple machines. Um, ranching is another big uh, area for us in, in the ag industry that we never really thought about. And uh, Jeff Hemphill can talk um, more significantly about his uses of the device on his ranch. But once we met Jeff, uh, that opened the doors for us to continuously look at other things that we can do with Wheelman to help producers out there fully utilize the benefits of auto steering, um, especially for those producers who are a little bit smaller and never had an opportunity to have auto steering on their operation before. And we should say that Wheelman works with more than 700 makes and models, and now including articulated tractors. Uh, and so if you have a John Deere, Case IH, New Holland, Bueller Versatile, Agco, Massey Ferguson, uh, McCormick Challenger, on and on. Uh, Wheelman is definitely right for you. And, and Jeff, uh, how did this product first get on your radar screen? Well, last spring, we were expanding like every other operation, we try to grow a little bit every year, and we had the opportunity to pick up some ground, and I told my wife, we're basically a part-time cattle operation. I'm a county commissioner on the side, besides having a ranch, and I told the wife that, you know, I got to have some auto steer because the fertilizer cost, the cost that I can control, I need to manage those most effectively. And I was just on the Internet looking for a product to purchase, and I stumbled upon the wheelman, and I really enjoy the product, to be honest, and the godsend as far as getting some things done that I never would have thought. I, I use it in places I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when you talk about trying to control those inputs, uh, one of the big benefits 
of Wheelman is the ability to control the overlap of fertilizer and chemical and seed and so forth. How have you seen that play out in your operation? Oh, we see it dramatically. We were able to buy the exact amount of fertilizer and put the exact amount on this season. And seed was the same way. The lack of overlap and, and the preciseness of the of the unit is, is incredible for, for the cost and, and the uh, what the product is. So tell us about the installation process. What what was that like? Is it is it easy to use? Did it did, did it take long to, to, to bolt this on? And then uh, uh, did, did it work right right out of the gate uh, when you got it on? The installation is fairly simple. The hardest part we had, in, in fact, was drilling through the floor to put the, uh, the IMU unit That's on correct. the floor. The hardest part was drilling in through the floor of the tractor. Uh, other than that, it was just simple tools. Uh, took a couple hours. Calibration was really simple. And in fact, uh, we had it set up on the telephone, figured out that it's a lot better to go buy a tablet at Walmart so you can really see, so you have a a nine-inch screen, if you will, or seven-inch screen. Uh, ran down to Walmart. My 11-year-old daughter and I recalibrated it the next morning, and we were up and running. With that, uh, th- there's an app to control that. Uh, if, if you could kind of walk us through what that process looked like, getting that app installed and, and getting up and running. It's very easy. I'm not very computer savvy, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm a surfer like everybody else is because that's so simple. And, if, and it doesn't take much beyond that. Reading following directions, you can really, it's, it's simple to put on. And, and any technical difficulties we've had, uh, they just had a software up, upgrade. And you can call tech support and get your problem solved immediately, easily. Mm-hmm. And what kind of tractor did you bolt this on? Uh, John Deere 7600 is a tractor. And then my cousin also got a unit, and he's got a flex unit, and he's got a a John Deere 6420, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon, if folks want to know more about uh, Wheelman and how it might improve their operations, where can they go to read more about it and uh, to see it in action? Sure, Brent. Uh, well, if anybody wants to learn more about Wheelman, um, they can go to handsfreefarm.com, and there's a myriad of different information that's up there on both the Pro and the Flex unit. Uh, we have a little area called Watch Wheelman um, in the upper right-hand corner of the homepage, and there are several videos of the device being in use. Um, Jeff is one of the, the individuals that we have on, on video. Um, the ease of installation we show within these videos, as well as case studies on how some farmers have, have used the device and how it saved them on input costs, um, how it's helped them save on passes, uh, an example of a thousand acre farm with uh, maybe a 40 foot you know, spring implement um, with manual steering, you know, essentially might do 144 passes on a thousand acre farm uh, with auto steering. And that's at like a 12 inch overlap with, with uh, auto steering at a three inch overlap. You know, that saves them essentially anywhere from 10 to maybe 12 or 13, 14 passes. So we go into a lot of different of these areas um, where farmers can actually uh, view what other farmers have to say about the device and what ranchers have to say about the device as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, you are going to be using uh, tillage, disking, spraying operations, this thing works for, for all those. So make sure you get on handsfreefarm.com. Check them out. Can, can I can, one other use? Yeah, you sure can. You sure can. It's feeding cow. Okay. Uh, so that's where I enjoy it the most, and you know everybody that runs cows 
usually has a love affair with her cows, and you can set this unit up with whatever, however you feed cows, what other bale processor you have or unroller, and you're putting that, you're spreading your manure out across the ground because you're moving over a certain interval, whatever you set up, and you get to look at your cows, and it's quite amazing. That was uh, one use that I've just never thought I'd use it for. See, have to feed, we're up here 4,000 feet elevation. We have to feed cows about five months out of the year, and it's really a nice feature to have. Well, and Shannon, I would imagine that uh, ties right into what we were talking about earlier with uh, maybe some of the uses that uh, weren't initially uh, thought of but uh, have become a great selling tool for you. It, it has. And, you know, Brent, if I, you know, when we start thinking about the uses of Wheelman, uh, Jeff at one point in time had, had really said something to us that really resonated and he basically said the uses are up to your imagination. And when we initially thought about the device and put the device into um, people's hands, um, you know, they started coming back to us with a lot of feedback. Um, we, we didn't have articulated in the beginning of the year. We now service articulated tractors. We didn't have pivot farming as a function feature. We now have pivot farming. Um, just because we're seeing the way, you know, ranchers um, can use the device in pivoting for haying seems to be a, um, a, a concern for them. So, you know, we developed these types of features and add-ons for them so they can use this device in ways that we never even imagined. Uh, task management is a new feature that we have within World App where you can set a task and you can come back to it and it'll point you right back in the same direction that you were, whether it's an hour later or three days later. Um, A-plus headings, making your readings uh, better for you so that your lines are straighter. So for us, it's interesting to see how everyone's finding to use the device. And at, uh, starting at just about $4,000, it's giving farmers and ranchers the opportunity who never really had auto steering abilities on their farm to now have this and be able to compete with the big boys out there. So it's a, it's a great tool for us uh, in learning, but it's also what we believe to be a great tool for producers out there who, who want to be competitive in the landscape. Well, make sure you go and investigate that. Again, it's handsfreefarm.com, handsfreefarm.com. And Shannon Dean with Ag Junction and Jeff Hemphill, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fast Line Fast Track. Thank Thanks, you. Brent. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. And now it's time to revisit Farm Science Review 2019, held September 17th through the 19th in London, Ohio. On this episode, we'll feature interviews with the folks from Copperhead Ag, Power Ease, Fuel Pro, and Seed Genetics Direct. Back at Farm Science Review 2019 from London, Ohio, put on by The Ohio State University. We're here now with Jake Jass, who is the sales manager for Copperhead Ag out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And Jake, thanks for taking the time uh, during the show to talk with us here on Fast Line Fast Track. Hey, Brent, this is great. Uh, thanks for having us over here. Uh, this is my first uh, experience with Fast Line Fast Track, and and, and uh, I, the podcast space is something that uh, really excites me. I actually listen to a lot of podcasts in my own time, uh-huh. and so I think it's a great uh, way to communicate farmers and uh, and uh, and just with, with people that have common interests. Well, that's excellent, man. I ho- hope uh, you become a, a devoted listener of Fast Line Fast Track when, uh, when you're done here. Well, you can bet I'll be looking up some uh, past episodes and looking for some subjects that uh, pique my interest. Man, and uh, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on here, because uh, what you do piques our interest, uh, you, you were founded uh, just a little over 10 years ago, 2008. Uh, you started out uh, uh, focusing on closing wheels, but uh, the company has grown a whole lot since then. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we started with the spike closing wheels for the corn planters, and 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 uh, that product was was a great product, and it's it's still our, our kind of our flagship, our, our thing that we do. Um, but yeah, as we've been to all these farm shows and we travel around, we look at advertisements like uh, in the fast line, we see new innovative products, and it gets us excited to um, to share those with farmers. So we were able to yeah, we purchased a company called RK Products out of Illinois, um, and we licensed uh, a patent on a combine kind. Concave uh, used to be the RPR concave system. Um, just last August, so we're relatively new into the harvest industry uh, side of things, and and so we're uh, yeah just onward and upward here. Uh-huh. And as people are listening to this, they're starting to get out into the fields for this harvest season. Tell us a bit more about the concaves that you offer. Yeah, so we make an all-crop concave. Um, a, a lot of concaves are, are really good at wheat or they're really good at corn. Um, ours is is kind of a modular system, so it has a more aggressive threshing edge. It's got more open space between the bars, so uh, threshes corn easily, unloads easily, so we're cutting down on rotor loss. Uh, but then we've got a kind of a unique cover plate system that uh, goes in the concave and allows us to dial it down for, I just had a grower stop by the booth that's been combining popcorn with them for two years. Huh. Uh, we've got wheat growers using them uh, so it's just it's a really versatile tool um, for for farmers that are doing multiple crops and it just cuts down labor time and, and, and all those kind of things uh-huh. so whether they're using one of your concaves or, or somebody else's what are some of the things that farmers should be thinking about as they go out into the field well, with a, with a combine, everything's details, um, and, and preseason maintenance is huge. Um, if you mess around with your concaves at all, absolutely make sure you go through your manual and re-level those. Just per the instructions, if your concave's level, it's going to do the best job threshing no matter which concave it is. Um, your sensors, like your uh, your yield loss sensor on the back rotor loss sensor, uh, if you can get uh, an agronomist or somebody to come out that's got a, a, like a drop pan test system and really Really dial that in before the season or before you're feeling like that you know farmers get in that rush soon yeah. as things start happening it's like we have to get this done right now and uh, if you can take an extra couple hours on that first day or a little bit prior to the season and just do those little maintenance things and have that machine ready to roll um, you're, you're going to see the benefits. It's worth the investment in time for sure. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, I was talking with one of the last folks we had through here. Every little bit counts these days. Oh, man. When when margins get tight and yields get low um, and spotty, it, it just every detail counts. And I can't believe the. I mean, I feel like I have a lot of details to manage as a sales manager. Uh, but these farmers have so many more details to manage. Um, but but it, it, and I know that it gets hard to to think about all those variables. But the, the the more that you can, you know, just take your time with everything and and, and do it as best you can, uh, the better it's going to be, right? Most definitely. So what else is new with Copperhead? Well, um, with with the RK products uh, acquisition, we're having to learn about uh, all kinds of new inventory management. We've got a lot more inventory than we've ever had. We had one patent, and now we've got nine that we're managing. And along with those uh, those nine, the seven of the patents that we uh, acquired came uh, uh, over. I don't even know 150, 200 new part numbers uh, that we have to that we have to track and, and manage. And so, uh, for a four-man operation, uh, we are learning a lot and learning fast. 
So uh, if folks want to know more about what's going on with Copperhead Ag, uh, they can go to copperheadag.com. Again, copperheadag.com. Go ch- check that out. What can they find on that website? Well, obviously, find more information about the spike closing wheels. We've got great video up there. The video content's great because you can actually see things. And, and a lot of our products are visual. Um, you, you know, if you get the true example of how it works, it kind of makes more sense to you. Um, and you know what the best thing on that website is? The phone numbers. Yeah. I know a lot of times we don't like to pick up the phone and call people, but but I, we really do have a great sales team. We've got knowledgeable sales staff. And, uh, and so that's one of the best things. Just go to the Contact Us page, find my cell phone number, give me a call. I'd be happy to chat about any kind of farming you'd like to chat about. That's excellent. Yeah, if you can uh, get, actually get a live body on the phone, that, that's the first step. You know, that's awesome. That's right. We, we do pride ourselves. We've got an 800 number, but it, it rings into our cell phones, and we, we pride ourselves in, in, in being uh, contactable and having good service, you know, before and after the sales. That's uh, especially important because it seems like the only time you need those numbers are, are when you're in crisis mode. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 6 o'clock on Saturday after afternoon and you need to get a phone call and you can't get a hold of somebody. Um, I'm not saying I'll pick up my phone every day uh, on a Saturday at 6 o'clock, but I, I will call you back uh, as, as soon as I can. And, and, and we just try to be available because uh, we know farming is a 24-hour uh, day deal, uh, seven days a week. And uh, so we just we try to be available as often as we can. That's excellent. Well, Jake, we appreciate you uh, stopping by. Uh, I know things have been busy over there at the Copperhead Ag booth, but uh, taking a few minutes to spend with us here. And we'd love to have you back sometime and, and, and talk a little bit more about what you've got as Copperhead continues to grow. Hey, that'd be great, Brent. It's been very great to meet you. It's a nice uh, setup you guys have in the Fastline booth. And uh, we've had a long relationship with Fastline. And it's a great company. So it's good to come and chat with you and meet you. And- We sure appreciate that. And also, if you happen to be at any of the shows that they're at here in the near future, make sure you stop by and see everything that they have to offer. Get on that website again, copperheadag.com, and check them out. Jake Jess, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brent. Back on Fastline Fast Track at Farm Science Review 2019 in London, Ohio, and I'm with Jeff Bone, who is with Power Ease, based in Castalia, Ohio. And Jeff, welcome into Fastline Fast Track. Thank you, Brent. If you could uh, describe to us a bit about what PowerEase does. All right. PowerEase is a, a set of safety equipment that uh, we designed and built for John Deere combines, basically. Uh, the one product that we started with was uh, what we call the Power Fold Auger, which fits all the combines built since 2000 on up. It uh, helps you to lower the grain tank auger without having to get out of the cab. There's no more climbing up over the back of the engine into the slippery grain tank or anything to fold that down. Uh, it holds itself in place. You don't have to latch it in anymore. So it's uh, very critical to the farmer for safety reasons. The other product that we've developed is a power swing ladder for the cab that uh, when you forget, you can go down the road instead of having to worry about pulling over and uh, swinging that ladder in or uh, taking the risk of going down the road the way it was. Why? All you do have to do is hit a button in the cab and it will swing it in out of the way for safety reasons. Uh, it works very well for uh, when hooking the header up to the combine. You don't have to climb out and swing the ladder out and then climb back in and hook up and everything else. It, it's a time safer and a, a very important safety feature that uh, we feel is important. So tell me about the genesis of these products. What uh 
what really drove you to create things that were going to make harvest safer for farmers? Well, I was in the farm equipment business my whole life. Uh, had a number of customers ask me for some of these features over the year, and uh, there was really nothing out there on the market available. Uh, since then, I've developed some issues of my own, and through those uh, different efforts, why we've decided to uh, come out with these products, which have been very successful and well accepted by the public. Mm -hmm. and, and right now, these are exclusively for John Deere combines. Any uh, any ideas of expanding beyond that in the future? Well, the best part, I've always worked with the John Deere uh, in life, and the one thing about the John Deere is the design hasn't changed that much over the last nine years, mm -hmm. or 19 years, I should say. Uh, so it's very simple to, to make the product to fit just about everything that comes down the line. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're getting ready to embark upon another harvest season. Uh, as some of the uh, folks are listening to this, they, they've already started. What are some of the basics uh, that uh, farmers should be thinking about as they head out into the field with their combines? Well, they should make sure, you know, take the time to check your machines over, make sure everything is working properly. Uh, if they don't have some of these safety features in place, uh, they may want to consider them before they get into harvest. Uh, I've had so many people tell me and call me back and thank me for some of the products I've sold to them. Uh, they're so thankful. They did not believe they would use them as much as they do, and it, it's, it's helped them considerably. Uh -huh. So we want to make sure that you go and check these guys out, uh, Power Ease Systems. It's www.powereasesystems.com. And I'm going to spell that out for you. It's a little different. P-W-R-E-Z Systems with an S, dot com. Again, www.pwrezsystems.com. And uh, now we're going to bring in Cy Cup from Lancaster, Ohio. He's a farmer who has actually purchased some of these products. So, Cy, uh, you've purchased products from Power East Systems. What got you looking at them? Uh, farm Science View here a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm getting older. Uh -huh. I have something a little easier to fold an auger down and fold a ladder around. Plus, it's a safety system, too. So what was specifically appealed to you about what he was showing at Farm Science Review? Fold down auger because mm -hmm. it won't fit in my building with the auger up. Uh -huh. And I'd get in there and fold it down, slip in the green tank, and I thought there's got to be an easier way to do this. So I put it down, and then he had to fold around auger. That was even better yet. Uh -huh. So tell us about the dimensions of your building, and how, how was this uh, a able to uh, accommodate? I got a 15-foot door, and it lacked about two or three inches from going in. Uh -huh. So yeah. I had to fold, get up in there and fold it down. And that two or three is all it takes? Yeah, or it hit the building. From your perspective, uh, the, the, uh, the, the safety and the ease of use was all, all worth the investment. Yeah, because going down the road, I got some low wires. Uh -huh. That's the first thing it hits is the auger. Yeah, so if you're not tearing down uh, uh, utilities and you're yeah. not tearing down your building, that's a good day. That's right. Uh, you don't need one more thing to nope. worry about when you're going out in the field. Part of the time, forget to fold the auger around going down the road. You got to get out and fold it. This way, just push the button and fold the auger around, or the uh, ladder, I mean. Uh-huh. So, for sure. Well, well Sam, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to come in and, and join us uh, on the show here and uh, uh, tell us about that. We wish you a, a safe harvest uh, this season. And 
Uh, again, make sure you guys go check out PowerEaseSystems.com, www.PWREZSystems.com. And Psy Cup and uh, Jeff Bone, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fast Line Fast Track. Thanks. And I'm here with Nathan Fry, who is the owner of Fuel Pro Trailers out of Upper Sandusky, Ohio. And Nathan, thank you for taking the time to join us on Fast Line Fast Track. Yeah, thanks a lot. This is a company you started uh, making these trailers in 2013, uh, and it was one of those things where it kind of came out of necessity for you. Yes, um, we was selling a competitive brand that um, went and um, found some bigger dealers, and um, so we started building our own trailer um, and been building them ever since. When you started out that process and you said, okay, well, we're just going to go on our own with this. What was that like, just the, the whole startup and, and just trying to uh, you know, make a go of it on your own? Um, well, I'd bought a gate business just before, shortly before that, so I had most of the um, metalworking equipment, and I got a background in welding and diesel mechanics. I graduated from UNOH okay. um, and um, been around the farm and using these trailers and everything and really liked them. and. We tried to start building them the way we like to use them on our farm uh-huh. and um, started in like that. And um, the first thing I went out and did is found one of the best welders that we could find to start manufacturing, starting the manufacturing process. And and um, he's still with us today. And um, we started in building a trailer. What was that process like going from dealer to manufacturer where all of a sudden you were the one in charge of having to build out uh, your own dealer network? Well, the biggest thing we we did right off the bat is um, the things we didn't like about the trailers we were selling, we tried to capitalize and um, and um, make them, them points better on our trailer. Uh-huh. Um, when you use them in the field and sell them and also build them, you know, it's a big, broad perspective. Some engineers don't get to actually use their product, and we do. Uh-huh. Seems like that's kind of a freeing thing to be able to, to to be able to control your own destiny like that. Yeah, it's 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 been a real enjoyable run. Um, we we're um, currently the second largest fuel trailer manufacturer in the country, and um, um, you know um, we're gaining dealer margin every every day. It seems like a new dealers calling in to sell our product, and that's really re- rewarding. That's exciting. It, you know, when you put all the blood, sweat, and tears into that to get it to that point. Yes, yes, it is. So, tell us a bit about the models that you offer. We build anywhere from a 500 gallon up to a 990 gallon model um, with any options, lube. You know, um, actually, even build a trailer for a goldfish pond cleaning company the other day we do a lot of custom work too probably one of the largest custom manufacturer um, in the country uh-huh. um, we do a lot of custom custom builds for different op- operations and needs uh-huh. what is next for for you guys what uh, other things that you're looking at, uh, at branching out into um, we're looking more into the the lube trailers and multi-tank trailers um, building some truck chassis now um, truck tankers and and so on and so forth um, and different needs is the field you know as people increase the need for deaf building a lot of trailers now with with um, the deaf on it too that that the tractors and a lot of construction equipment today are now now needing also when people are coming into the market in need of a fuel trailer what are some of the things that they should consider um, 
some of the things that we like to tout on our trailer is um, low center of gravity is very important. Mm -hmm. um, we, we run full seam welded baffling, um, which I think is very important. If there's ever a weak point in a, in a trailer, it's the baffling. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, we run seven gauge steel on all of our trailers and we have a five year tank warranty, which is the best in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, um, the workmanship and, and the quality of the trailers, um, you know, um, is something that's real important. Some things that people don't see on our trailer that others don't have is we run all stainless steel hinges. Um, we run stainless steel lug nuts, stainless steel center caps. If you get our aluminum wheel package, um, full seam welded baffles, as I talked about. Um, we have a battery on every unit we sell, so there's no need for alligator clips or anything to find right. another power source that's one good point of our trailer they're all when when you get our trailer it's ready to go uh -huh. and to go work all american made all american sourced as much as po physically possible uh -huh. yeah all all u.s iron and and um we use um um gpi pumps um on our dc pumps they got a four-year warranty we use coal or gasoline engines uh -huh. three-year warranty and uh, we use an MP fuel pump made in Michigan. So, If you want to check out more about the line of trailers they have, make sure you go to FuelProTrailers.com. Again, FuelProTrailers.com and check out Fuel Pro. And Nathan, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Fast Line Fast Track. Thanks a lot. We've got a special guest with me now. It's Todd Jeffries, who's the Vice President of Sales and Operations for Seed Genetics Direct LLC, based in Jeffersonville, Ohio. And Todd, uh, welcome into Fast Line Fast track. Thank you. So uh, we're getting ready for harvest now, but it's not too early to start thinking about plant season 2020. And uh, you guys are, are you, you tell me this is your busiest time. Yeah, it gets really busy around this time of year, uh, getting plots harvested and already thinking about next year. Okay, so uh, tell us a bit about, uh, I know a, a lot of things that uh, people have on their mind. One of them is a new trait technologies. Tell me about that. Yes, with these uh, new Enlist E3 beans, um, they're going to change the industry quite, quite quickly, I think, having that Roundup Liberty in the 240D co-line. Mm -hmm. um, to keep control of the weed pressure that we're getting. When people come to shows like this or when they reach out to you, what, what are some of the common questions that, that you're asked? Uh, a lot of the questions we get asked are, you know, how seed supply for next year or, or what, how are things performing so far? Um, you know, this year was obviously quite a challenging year with the wet fall, um, the wet spring, the dry summer, and... So it's going to be interesting uh, what what's going to happen once all these combines start rolling. Uh -huh. Well, what are some of the specific concerns that folks have come to you with, and, and how do you address those? I know a major concern is weed pressure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Roundups um, getting a lot of a lot of things are getting resistant to it. Um, a lot of people switch to Liberties, but now. There's the GT27s, which is the Roundup Liberty trait. And then there's the Enlist 3 bean, that is the Roundup Liberty and 240 coline. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nice thing about being an independent family-owned company is we're able to uh, carry multiple traits that work work for a little bit of everybody. Mm -hmm. So as you're getting ready for the 2020 seed purchase, what, what are some of the things that uh, farmers should consider? 
Well, I know that plots are going to be a little bit rough this year with the late planning and little to no rain or too much rain. Um, you know, I, I think um, one thing to look at is just not to look at plot data from this year, but look at multiple years of plot data because that's going to tell you more of uh, what what's going to happen in the average year as opposed to the complete on average year we've had this past year. Mm -hmm. How much has technology changed the way the farmers put seed in the ground and make sure that they're they're getting the most out of their investment? Well, you know, I've been in a business now for about 25 years and it's changed quite considerably since I've been in the business. Uh, my dad's been in the business 40 years and it's changed even more since then. Um, you know, we have the multiple modes of action going on these days with the seed technologies. We're, you know, not running out of uh, different technologies to use in the, um, you know, as far as on the corn, uh, rootworm and corn borer traits, or on the beans, the, the different herbicide tolerant traits. Where can the folks go to find out more about you? SeedGeneticsDirect.com. Okay, super. And you mentioned a phone number before, uh, the number you can give them? 740-505-6545. So make sure you check them out uh, if you're in the market for seed. And uh, Todd, I appreciate you taking the time to stop by here at uh, uh, the show and, and join us here on Fast Line Fast Track. Yep, thank you very much. Nice to meet you as well. And we'll wrap up our series of interviews from Farm Science Review 2019 on the next episode. We'll have interviews with the folks from Great Plains, Beck's, Kuhn Krauss, and Fertilizer Dealer Supply. But next, we're going to take you to the Ernest Tubb Record Shop, 417 Broadway in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, to hear from up-and-coming country singer-songwriter Mary Cutter. Mary's a native of Bardstown, Kentucky, who's made a name pretty quickly for herself since moving to Nashville. We were glad to be able to get to spend some time with her and discuss her craft and hear some of her music. Mary, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, man. It's good to be here. Man, you're a Kentucky girl, Bardstown, Kentucky, which uh, anybody who listens to the podcast knows uh, our buddy Dustin Collins, who wrote the theme music also from Bardstown. What's in the water in Bar Bardstown? I guess some good stuff, and we mix it in with the bourbon, and we're, we're good to go, aren't we? Yeah, well, <laughs> and many a country song has been uh, created over that. Yep, that's true. Uh, for those of our listeners here, give a little bit of a backstory. Uh, Mary uh, first got on my radar about uh, five or six years ago uh, when I attended a program at Campbellsville University and she was singing at it and uh, really just taken by uh, by, by her vocals and uh, by, by uh, her songwriting and uh, I've just kind of watched her career flourish over the last few years and uh, now you've uh, moved to Nashville over the last couple of years and uh, you, you're hitting the pavement really doing it full time now. You know, and I feel really blessed to get to do it. Um, I moved down here to write songs and sing, and uh, I'm just I'm just loving life. Um, so I moved down here um, to Nashville almost a year and a half ago, and, you know, I, I got down here, I thought, whoa, there's a lot of talented folks down here in Nashville. I mean, it's just like, whoa. You know, everyone, you know, um, from the waitress in the restaurant to, you know, folks even driving trucks, everyone's, you know, they can all sing and play, and they write, and they're great, and... Um, I would go out every night. I would write during the day, and then at night I would hop around to the different clubs and uh, see songwriters' nights and full band shows. And it kind of blew my mind that sometimes um, shows that I thought should be packed, they weren't. And um, while certain ones that had great branding behind them, like Whiskey Jam and uh, The Revival, they had great brandings behind them, and they were packed every week. And 
what was weird was you'd have the same performers play those shows as well as the ones that maybe didn't have the audiences, right? And um, at that same time, I started doing this little cover series on my social media called Jammin' and Jammies, where literally every Sunday I just sat on my bed in my pajamas before I went to sleep and just played a cover. And it started taking off real good. Um, a lot of folks were liking it, and um, I got an opportunity to host a show in town, a writer's night, and um, I brought in a, a co-writer buddy of mine uh, who knew the lay of the land a little bit better than me. She'd been here longer, and we just started doing this pajama party every week <laughs> where writers would come wear their pajamas a lot of the audience would too and that was really cool and fast forward uh, a couple months I got the opportunity to solo host a show at Tin Roof which I think is probably one of the best bars in the city Um, personally I think it's great and um, we called it OMG I'm a songwriter how did you get into music how did I get into music? Um, I just started singing at church and then at uh, different school events. And, I mean, I had a really normal childhood. My folks, they were really big on, you know, my brother and me. We we helped out on the farm. We were at church every single time the doors were open. Uh, we, we were just normal kids, you know. And, um, so I, I mean, some folks down here, they've been doing music since they could walk and talk, you know, which is cool. Um, I didn't quite do that other than just, you know, seeing a church and fairs and and school programs, but it just kept on growing, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, by the time I went to college at Campbellsville University, I knew I wanted to do music full time. I didn't really know what that looked like, you know, and I didn't even know you could write songs for a living. Oh my gosh, like how cool is that? You know, and uh, I started coming down here to to do shows and um, the folks that be performing before or after me would say, this is a song that I wrote and I thought hold up this is something I gotta get into so that's kind of how it started that's awesome now uh, you, you'd mentioned the farm tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, your family's farm and what what, uh, uh, what growing up on the farm was like it's home you know I I'm so excited. I talked to my mom right before I came in today, and I'm going home this weekend. And I just, I mean, the city's really great and everything. I mean, it's kind of exciting. You're close to restaurants and stuff. I mean, where I grew up, it was about 20 minutes to the closest Walmart. I remember when we got McDonald's in our hometown. And um, my hometown's Lebanon, right outside of Bartstown. And anyway, um, the farm, though, we have a whole bunch of acres. Uh, we used to have beef cattle. My folks now, they worked with, you probably know what this is called, um, it's some grant that Kentucky does where you kind of turn your um, farm into like a nature reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of what it's called, though, on the spot, but um, that's what they've done now. So many of the acreage, they've planted a bunch of trees and native grasses, and it's really just this beautiful spot where you just, you know, you just feel like... I always feel like I'm at a resort or whatever. I, I really like the country, and um, there's just something really special about it. Mm-hmm. Do you do any of your writing there? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, there's something about getting away from it. And just It's just peaceful, you know. My dad, we got a couple ponds on the farm. And in the back one, Dad um, put up a uh, just a little um, bench. And that's one of my favorite things to do whenever I go home is literally just go out by the pond, with the bench and I usually don't bring my guitar out there my obviously my keyboard that'd be crazy (laughs) but a lot of times I've started songs out there just sitting right in front of the pond tell us a little bit about who your musical influences are who who have you grown up listening to and uh, who do you listen to now man that's it's a whole um, big bag of stuff. Um, I, this past weekend, I went down to Memphis, and I got to see Elvis Presley's home. And he's probably, 
He's probably my favorite singer of all time. I think he just had a great voice and a great ear for good songs, and he was really ahead of his time. And I didn't know this. um, For the last 12 years of his life, he averaged a show every other day. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. And his work ethic, I mean, obviously was incredible, and he put out three records a year on average. And that's just... I don't know. That's just mind-boggling to me. That's work ethic. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not physical labor, but you have to, you know, go at it. And um, so I really love Elvis. Um, Whenever I started doing shows, show shows, a lot of them were at Jamborees. And so I feel like, I mean, good company here at, you know, the Midnight Jamboree where it used to be held. Um, I used to sing a lot of Loretta Lynn songs. And I mean, you ain't woman enough. Oh, honey, that was my jam. And (laughs) I love Tammy Wynette, Stand By Your Man. That's one of my favorite songs, Uh, Patsy obviously so uh i guess you know growing up i just listened to a lot of classics you know whether that be country or i guess 50s 60s music too my folks love that stuff too um but now i mean it's really a mixed bag i I finally got on spotify i finally downloaded the app and it's been a whole new world because i listen to these different playlists i'd never have heard of the artists before but they're really good you know and i try to stretch myself i listen to everything from country to rap to pop to heavy rock Uh uh-huh so uh, t- tell me a little bit about the new project here. You've got uh, a new single out, new project, Never Want to Leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hear that song a little bit later. T- tell us how that came about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so whenever I first moved to town, I knew I needed to get some good songs and get my writing chops up. So I did two to three writes a day, like every day, mm-hmm. for the first six months. And um, wrote with a lot of different people, wrote a lot of songs that... I loved and a lot of songs I didn't love too, you know, that's just the way it goes whenever you're writing songs. But, um, around May of last year, I, I picked out some of my favorite songs and I was like, you know, I think I want to go record. And so I started looking around for a producer around town. And I mean, that's kind of an expensive venture, you know, as a lot of music people know. Um, and I saved up a bunch of money, you know, from, you know, jobs and everything and, and the shows, you know, hosting those. And, um, right about that time is when the avocado incident happened (laughs) and um, it ended up being a very expensive salad I made Um, and long story short I knew to be quite blunt with you I didn't have money to record anymore with the medical cost Um, but um, I had enough money to um, buy a little MIDI keyboard and two speakers to put up and and I learned logic that's what I did and for any folks that aren't into music um, and recording logic is basically just this software like Microsoft Word or Microsoft Office where you literally just record um, each track of the song and that's how folks in studios do it, you know. Um, They might have a live band rather than everything being MIDI or electronic. Um, But that's what I ended up doing for the whole project. It took me about two months. I learned it um, and recorded all the songs um, from everything from the drums to the bass to the guitar sounds to the keyboard all with my right hand. And... um, it was really a learning curve. I watched a lot of YouTube videos, and that was pretty cool. Um, but I finished the project, and uh, I released Never Want to Leave right before the holidays. And then I just released one thing as well. And I don't know, it's just been doing real good. And, uh, you know, blessings come in disguise. I would have loved the project either way because there are songs that I wrote. But, you know, literally doing everything from the ground up, it's really a special project to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary, uh, I couldn't be any more proud of seeing how your career is taking off here. And uh, we're just going to keep following it and see where it goes here. And uh, we're going to turn you loose here and uh, let you play some of this new music. So Sounds great. Thank you for being on Fast Line Fast Track. Thanks for having me. 
All right, folks. Well, my name is Mary Cutter, and um, big thanks to y'all for having me. Uh, I'm going to do a song that's kind of a lovey-dovey song for you. It's called Never Want to Leave. On a Sunday or matinee, but either way, I just want us to keep doing what we're doing, cause whatever we're doing just feels right, but that ain't real life, cause in real life, we got distractions hijacking attention, causing tension, knocking us off track, I wanna get back to you. Kentucky, and um, I moved down here to write songs, and 
and to sing, and I've been here almost a year and a half, and you know, one of the cool things about being a songwriter is that you don't always have to write for yourself. You can write for anyone, really, you know, and someone else can record the song, and uh, this next song is one that I wrote uh, with a couple buddies of mine. I got to tell you the backstory on this one real quick. Uh, we were out at a at a at a honky tonk, and um, we heard we were listening to some folks uh, perform, and we heard this feller yell across the bar. I think he'd been doing a couple shots. He yelled, "Hell yeah, amen!" And I looked over at my buddies and I said, "Well, that sounds like a country song, doesn't it?" And everyone just kind of laughed, but. I have a buddy that's a really great lyricist, and he pulled out his phone, and for the next couple minutes, he was just typing on his phone, and I look over, and he's writing the lyric to this next song, and uh, I pulled in uh, Joy Beth, Taylor, and Paul and me. We all wrote this song, and it's probably for a fella to sing. It's not so much for a girl to sing, but I thought I'd do it for you tonight. sides of her like two sides of a story whatever she prefers sometimes lines get blurry and on a party in a revival a flask in a purse or a nightstand bible the best type of bad and the right type of wrong she loves like an angel kisses like a demon safe place to rest in a dangerous feeling shooting down whiskey sipping on red brings me to do not get me dead Still in my heart Saving my soul Over and over again She's a hell yeah Friday night, Sunday morning Amen Real high, and loves the gospel truth in a little white lies. Prays like a saint, but dances like she sinned. Forever faithful in the wild, rather tone in the best type of bad and the right type of wrong. She loves like an angel, kisses like a demon. Same place to rest, and dangerous feeling. Shooting down whiskey, sipping on red, I brings me to life after not give me dead. Still And the right type of wrong Drive a low kind of beat A hallelujah song She loves like an angel Kisses like a demon Safe place to rest In a dangerous feeling Shoot it down whiskey Sipping on it Brings me to life After knocking me dead Still in my heart Saving my soul Over and over again She's a hell Two 
sides to her like two sides of a story. Whatever she prefers, sometimes lines get blurry. And thanks again, y'all, for having me tonight. Um, really appreciate it. It's such a cool, cool idea for a podcast, and it's just really neat to be part of it. And uh, this last song I'm going to do for you is the one that I just released um, back in the end of the summer, I had a little bit of an avocado incident where I cut my hand and I couldn't use my left hand for two months. And um, during that whole recovery process, I learned how to record and produce my own music. And I got a little tiny MIDI keyboard that's about half the size of what I'm playing right now. And I did all the different parts with my right hand and recorded this song. And um, it's it's been kind of a cool process. And just released a song about a week and a half ago, and um, been getting a lot of love for it, and I thought I'd do it for you now. Call me a fortune teller, cause I can see your future, how it all plays out, and now that we're not together, there ain't no one left for you to go but down right now. Everything is peachy keen, living your life without me. But you'll come around, you're gonna find out that your freedom don't come free. I'm gonna be that one thing, that wants thing, that wish you could do everything that keep you up at night. So I'm thinking, and you can't sleep if I'm out of your mind. Baby, give it some time, cause the moment you start thinking you got everything, I'll still be missing one thing. Before it gets better, but it's never gonna better for you. I'ma be that one thing that wants, thing that wish you could do, everything that keep you up at night. So thinking, and you can't sleep if I'm out of your mind. Baby, give it some time, cause the moment you start thinking you got everything, I'll still be missing one thing. Be that one thing that wants thing that wish you could do everything that keep you up at night. So think and you can't sleep from out of your mind. Baby, give it some time. Cause the moment you start thinking you got everything, you'll still be missing one thing that wants thing that wish you could do everything that keep you up at night. So think it and you can't sleep from out of your mind. Baby, give it some time. Cause the moment you start thinking you got everything, you'll still be And those were the sweet sounds of Mary Cutter. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Mary Cutter, K-U-T-T-E-R. If you're going to be in the Nashville area October 29th and 30th, be sure to stop by the legendary Ernest Tubb Record Shop, 417 Broadway in Nashville, and be a part of the Fast Line Fast Track tapings. Artists expected to perform over the two days include legendary songwriter Bobby Tomberlin and the voice star James Dupre, who's out on tour now, handpicked by Randy Travis to perform his music. 
music. We'll also have Stephanie Nash, Rusty Williams, and many more. And keep watching the Fast Line Fast Track Facebook page for updates as artists are added. We hope to be adding a couple of big names, and we know you won't want to miss them. And just a reminder, we're working our way through harvest season and looking ahead to 2020. If you're in the market for farm equipment, make sure you make your first stop fastline.com. Check out the equipment locator and the price comparison tool with the Iron Average powered by Iron Solutions. We'll be back next week with another episode of Fast Line Fast Track. Until then, it's Brent Adams saying y'all come back and bring along a friend. You've been listening to Fast Line Fast Track, presented by Fast Line Media Group. To learn more about Fast Line's customer-focused marketing solutions, visit FastLineMediaGroup.com and check out our brand websites, FastLine.com, BigAg.com, and PinkTractor.com. If you have topic suggestions for future podcasts, drop us a line at Brent.Adams at FastLine.com. Something like that.